Welcome to the Powerful Decisions Podcast. I'm your host, Meg Gluckman. I'm a life and business coach who loves helping my clients find ease and confidence around making decisions. Every episode, you'll learn the thought work tools I teach my clients for clear and easy decision making. I'll also share real life examples from my life and from my clients where powerful decisions created more of what we want in our lives. Time to stop sitting in indecision or second guessing our decisions. Let's get to making powerful decisions. Hi everyone, welcome back. I am coming to you from a park near my house. So you'll be able to tell that my microphone quality is a little different than usual. We in the Pacific Northwest, and especially around the Seattle area, have had quite a wet summer. The May records for precipitation actually um, broke all records we've had since 1948 for how much rain we got in May. So I am outside because it is a sunny, gorgeous day, and I could not motivate myself to stay in front of my computer and record this for you when I feel like I need to absorb as much vitamin D and sunshine as I possibly, possibly can. So I'm actually partially sitting in wet grass while I, <laughs> while I record this for you, but that feels totally fine with the sun on my face. And I have a fun idea for you today, and it's kind of a little bit of a hack, I guess you could say, um, for achieving your goals and achieving the changes in your life. I know some folks don't like the word goals, um, but they still have things in their life that they want to be different and to change. And so use whatever word feels best for you, best motivating for you, best inspiring for you. Um, but I might use goals just as shorthand, but if you rather think of it as changes or just creating something different in your life, whatever works for you is great. So the hack that I want to talk about is getting yourself into a room. That's what we'll call it. And what I mean by this is getting yourself into a space surrounded by people who are doing the same thing who are going after the same goal, who want the same change in their life. And this could be a whole range of different things. It could be, you know, a group of folks who are all going after the same athletic goal, right? When we have like a bunch of people who want to run their first marathon being in that room. Um, or it's being in a room of people who want to improve their relationships and they actually want to enjoy their marriages say and feel positive about their partners and feel like their relationship is growing and that they there's a lot of possibility or it could be being in a room of people who want to stop over drinking and they don't necessarily identify themselves as alcoholics, but they want to feel in control of their drinking and the room, okay? So everyone in there is setting big goals for themselves. They have a big vision and 
they're not necessarily folks who have always had big visions like this. I, I don't really identify as someone who has always been super ambitious or who has set big goals. But in this room, everybody sets big goals. And I find that to be super inspiring, right? We're willing to dream into the possibility of what we can create in our business and in our lives. Okay, a second thing that we all share is that we celebrate ourselves. Every single person in this room celebrates when they achieve something. They celebrate when they manage their mind in a certain way that they haven't before. They celebrate their growth on an almost continuous basis. There is so much self-love in this room. It is startling at first when we first got together and I started noticing it. And now it's amazing that it is just the norm, that we just celebrate ourselves, we love on ourselves. And the self-confidence that I see of these 15 people is, I don't even know what the word is for it, right? It is amazing. It is, I have never seen 15 people be so confident and I should say specifically like 15 people that have been socialized and raised as women. To be in that space and have that level of self-confidence is mind blowing. All right, here's another thing we all have in common. We're all willing to take risks and fail. And not only that, but we talk about it in the group. We talk about the risks we're taking. We talk about when we fail. And folks are willing to show how, how they fall down, right? How they feel, all the big feelings that come up, and then how they get back up. And at any given point, someone's winning in that group and someone's failing. You know, and there's a whole variation of people in between. It just got suddenly very windy. <laughs> I'm going to hope. And then just dies down and it doesn't bother you too much on my microphone. Um, okay, next one. There is mutual unconditional support. This blows my mind. Like it really is. One of the other folks in the group, another coach said, there's zero competition. And it's totally true. It's weird. But it just feels like I'm in a room of 15 of my biggest cheerleaders. They are 110% behind me, cheering me on, wanting me to succeed. It is phenomenal. I can reach out to any one of them at any point and they are, they are there for me. Okay, here's another thing we all have in common. There's no whining and there's no commiserating. So there's a lot of love when something goes wrong. There's a lot of love when, when things feel hard. And there's a lot of acknowledging that sometimes we just have to feel whatever negative feelings are coming up. There's a lot of acceptance, right? But there's no whining, which really I think is about placing blame on external circumstances, right? There's no complaining about how somebody else isn't doing something or the conditions weren't 
right for something to happen. There's none of that. Which is amazing because when you're in a space where that isn't happening, you don't go there, right? Instead, you stay in a productive, positive space. Again, this doesn't mean that we're never feeling negative emotions. We, we all feel it, right? We're all humans. We're feeling negative emotions 50% of the time, probably. That's normal, right? But we're just not blaming external circumstances for it. Okay, here's another one. We are intentionally choosing the stories we tell about our experiences and about ourselves. So what we notice as the weeks go on with the group is that there's certain stories that we came in with and that we might be telling ourselves about our skill set or about an experience that happened to us in the past or about why things are the way they are. And what what keeps showing up is that people keep questioning those stories that they tell and they're asking themselves, is this a helpful story right now, right? Or do I want to rewrite it in a way that is more helpful to where I am right now, right? Because we acknowledge that there are stories that were super important to us and helpful in the past. I used to have a story that I wasn't very good with money, right? Like I had never earned very much. That was, I'm like doing air quotes here in my mind. <laughs> um, I was very used to earning $30,000 a year, say. And in my mind, that was like, that wasn't very much money. And what I'm now telling, the story that I'm now telling is that I'm an excellent steward of money. Because the reality is no matter how much money I've had at any point in my life, I have always been able to get everything done, right? I've always been able to make sure there's a roof over my head and food on the table. I've always had everything that I needed. So I'm actually an excellent steward of money. And that's a, that's a new story that I've been telling myself that is actually much more helpful now, given where I am in my business and the growth that I want to do, than my old story that I wasn't good with money. Here's another one. And this is kind of tied to it, right? Folks in the group are constantly breaking down old limiting beliefs and building up new ones. And so we're, we're constantly observing this in each other where it's like we used to think something about ourselves and with help from everyone or just reflection on our own, we, we start breaking down these old beliefs and then we start practicing new ones. And the thing with practicing new ones, which I've talked about in other podcasts, is that it's not like you can just practice once and all of a sudden that new belief is just like solid. <laughs> Instead, right, it takes practice because you're actually building new neural pathways. It's actually like neuroscience, right? You are you taking away the, the focus on old beliefs, old thoughts, and you're and you're building these new pathways on these new thoughts, and it takes practice to develop them as strong as those old ones were. And so what's amazing is to be in a space where you're constantly seeing people doing this, right? I'm constantly seeing 
other folks tell the group what new beliefs they're practicing, what new things they want to believe about themselves and their business, right? And they will honestly say, you know, how strong they believe it right now, but they recognize that it's just a matter of practice. So even if like on a scale of one to 10, even if they're only at a two right now on this new belief, right? This is, this is resonating with them and they're going to keep practicing it, which means they're just going to say it to themselves a million times a day, right? They're, they're going to put it on their sticky notes. They're going to write it in their journal. They're going to have it on their screensaver, you know, like all these different ways so that it just keeps exposing their brain to this new belief about themselves. Well, let me share two more. Okay. One more is that the folks in this group, they aren't just talking about it. This, the goal of like building their businesses in a way that feels nourishing and exciting and that they just adore and love and is super profitable. They're not just talking about it, but they're actually doing it. They're in the messiness of it all. They're in the messiness of it. I'm thinking of like a potter. You're in the messiness of the clay building this thing up and um, figuring out how to do it versus just talking about it. And (laughs) when I think about this, the example that comes to mind is that probably, I don't know, this was probably five years ago now, maybe eight years ago, I was really into listening to podcasts about meditation. And I actually read a bunch of books about meditation too, but I wasn't actually meditating very much. Right. So I was like talking about it or listening to other people talk about it, but I wasn't actually doing it. So I wasn't actually getting the benefits of the thing. I wasn't actually experiencing it. I was just kind of talking about it. And, or I've had a lot of conversations with with moms who are just saying, Oh, I'm so busy. Like, I'm just busy. I'm, I want to stop being so busy. And we like talk about it, but nobody's actually changing up how they make decisions about how to spend their time. And I'm saying that just like as a general example, I actually have a lot of people in my life, moms and parents in my life who have made major changes to how they spend their time and the decisions they make and how they say no to things so that they are changing, changing up really how busy they are. But again, it's just coming back to like being in a space where people aren't just talking about something, but they're actually doing it is I'm going to borrow a term that another a coach in my mastermind, Amber Taylor, woohoo, Amber, shared, which is called passive thought work, which I think essentially is like you're so much in the soup of this this thought work or the this mindset that this room has that you invariably just start absorbing it. Right? It almost becomes like the air you breathe. So like when I talked about the self-confidence that these women have in this group or their willingness to try things and fail and show up and evaluate and debrief and feel all the feelings, right? That is so much of the soup of this room that it becomes second nature that I would also do those things. It becomes second nature that I would post and celebrate things that I feel good about. It becomes second nature that I would ask for help in 
chewing on a problem because that is what everybody in that room is doing. So getting ourselves into these rooms where like-minded people are doing it just makes it easier to achieve what we want to achieve. I believe that I probably, I know I could develop my business on my own. I could figure out ways to have it be fun and nourishing and profitable on my own. This is so much more fun. (laughs) And it feels so much easier because I don't have to do it alone. And I think it's the same whether it's growing a business or whether it's weight loss or whether it's improving relationships with your adult children or whether it's, you know, stopping over drinking or career change, like being in the room where you love how people are approaching the same challenge is so helpful. On the, I think it was just the last podcast. We'll see how, what order I put these out. But on the podcast, um, podcast 22 that I shared with Crystal Gurney, you know, she talked about uh, her Seeds of Connections groups and how that's a space to really learn to love yourself and care for yourself. And if that is something that you want to do in a group setting like that, then I really encourage you to reach out and and give it a try. Um, If you're not interested in being in a big group setting, but you do want to be in a room with someone else who's thinking about these challenges in the same way, that's what I offer through my coaching. I offer to meet you with whatever challenge you have and to bring that positive growth mindset, that willingness to fail, right? Be vulnerable, to share, share the challenges and to grow from it um, in a one-on-one setting. So it's not a large group, but it is creating that room and that container if that's what you prefer. So if, if you're interested in learning how being in that kind of space might better support you towards your goals, reach out and let's set up a coaching consult. That's a 90 minute coaching session for you to get really clear on your goals or what you want to change in your life and to see if coaching feels like just the thing, just the thing to make it easier and more fun and get you there even faster. So you can check me out on Instagram, DM me there or click in the show notes to schedule a consult. All right, y'all, those are my thoughts from the park. I hope you are somewhere enjoying a little bit of sunshine, and I'll talk to you again soon. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to try applying this kind of work, the decision-making and the coaching to your life, I encourage you to hop over to Instagram. I'm at Meg Gluckman or to my website, meggluckman.com and check out my free course. It's called Getting Unstuck with Self-Coaching and it allows you to learn the tools of self-coaching and apply them to any area of your life where you feel stuck. It could be eating or drinking habits. It could be your job. It could be a difficult relationship. Whatever you want to create change around, you can use this course to do that. So go check it out. Getting Unstuck with Self-Coaching on my website or off of Instagram. 
Enjoy. Enjoy.